was the beginning of my senior year of college seminary, my third year of seminary. And at that time, I thought I was hot stuff. I thought I had everything learned. I might have been a little arrogant. I was definitely self-confident. I thought, all right, I've been in seminary now for two years. What else do I have to learn? I, I know everything there is to know. I didn't need to be taught anything else. I, I had it all figured out. And I was cocky enough that at the beginning of that year, uh, during one of our meetings, you know, orientation week meetings that we had uh, in the college seminary, I was chiming in with some one-liners, maybe interrupting Bishop Rice, who was in charge of the meeting, again, thinking that I was completely hilarious in doing so. Until the next day, Bishop Rice called me into his office for a little meeting. And over the course of 30 to 45 minutes, absolutely chewed me out. He gave me the hairdryer treatment. He told me a lot of what I did not want to hear. Really, stuff that I did not want to hear. Basically saying, shape up or you're not going to get ordained. It was a very difficult meeting for me. It was actually very emotional. It was, a, again, a bit of a wake-up call that I needed to shape up. But at the end of that meeting, thankfully, realizing that he had, he had done his job, uh, I had gotten the message, he said to me, you know, the, the good thing is tomorrow we've got a day of recollection, and on that first day of recollection of the year, we would always write out our growth plans for the beginning of the year. He said, I want you to write up the best growth plan you've ever written for this year. And I did. And that year, spurred by that meeting, turned out to be my best year at seminary. And I certainly would not be the priest that I am today without it. I, I, heck, I might not have even gotten ordained without Bishop Rice confronting me and being brutally honest with me, telling, something, telling me something that I did not want to hear. But it's because of that that I consider him to be a tremendous friend and a great mentor, and he even preached my very first Mass as a priest. And I thought about this, this story with Bishop Rice in reading our first reading and the Gospel today, which, especially this first reading, where it speaks about the mission of the prophet to admonish sinners and to correct error, saying that if you don't speak out, and if people are engaging in sin, then you are going to be responsible for their sin and for their, and for their death. And so it really is a great command from Almighty God to speak out against sin if conversion is going to happen. In fact, it's a special job of the shepherds, of the watchmen, if you will, that our Lord was speaking to in the first reading today. And it's something that I've taken on in great responsibility, at least here, because if anything, I'm partially responsible for every single soul, Catholic and non-Catholic, here in St. Joe's Parish. And that's a lot of souls. It's a very, very big responsibility. And in many ways, I would be shirking from my job if I didn't preach a little fire and brimstone or repentance once in a while. Because I have to live up to that ideal of the watchman of the shepherd. However, the biggest obstacle to that sometimes, I think, is actually our own hearts rather than the voice of the shepherd because I think a lot of times we're very obstinate in our hearts, not open to what the church or what God or even just figures of authority have to say to us. Just like I was at the beginning of my senior year of college before Bishop Rice finally, finally made me realize it. But it took a chewing out though for me to realize that I was in the wrong. My heart had been obstinate before, but once Bishop Rice showed me my wrong, I knew I needed to change, and I was able to, thankfully. So that's the challenge of today's readings. How do we respond 
to admonition? How do we respond to instruction by the church or by Almighty God? Because so often we like to think that we're always in the right. And we accuse the church or other people of being rigid when in fact we're the ones who are rigid ourselves. Our hearts are rigid, not open to what God wants to say to us. There's a saying earlier in the book of Ezekiel where God tells the prophet Ezekiel, you say, the Lord's way is not fair. Hear now, house of Israel, is it my way that is unfair? Are not your ways unfair? How true is that so often with all of us? Because more often than not, we're the ones who need to do the moving and the heavy lifting toward God to move closer to Him rather than vice versa. Sometimes we have to look in the mirror and see that we need a change. But sometimes we aren't able to do that. We need to be open to God's promptings, open to conversion, and hearing God with hearts that are not hardened. And we need to let the Word of God convict us once in a while. The Word of God should be, it should be hard sometimes. It shouldn't all be fun and games and easy. It should be difficult once in a while because, frankly, brothers and sisters, we're imperfect people. And there's always going to be something that we need to do better. As Bishop Rice would often tell us in college, you're good, but you can always be better. He had a, he had a way of doing that. But one way, I think, that, that can help us realize this is that we need to realize that admonishing sin is actually a work of love, and it's a work of mercy. Think about all the times that Jesus in the Gospels called out people who needed calling out, how he instructed, and how he chastised, but he always did it out of love, and for, out of a desire for the well-being of the person receiving it. And so it's for this reason that to admonish the sinner is actually a spiritual work of mercy, one of those spiritual works of mercy. Because it's not merciful to tell people lies as if the teachings of the church can change on certain things. So that's why the church speaks out so much on things like contraception, cohabitation, the definition of marriage, pornography, or even immigration in our own day and age. Because the church is acting as that shepherd, as that watchman, always speaking out and always trying to convert our hearts more and more toward Almighty God. Just as again, it would, it would have been very uncharitable on Bishop Rice's part to tell me that, oh, you're doing fine, everything's, do everything's good, you're all good, you don't need to change a thing. That would not have been merciful. Again, that's like telling someone who's engaging in sinful behavior that all's well, all is good. Don't, don't change a thing. You're fine. Mercy, now, however, should never be done out of mouth. It's, 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 admonishing sinners is a great work of mercy that should never be done out of mouth. It should never be done out of ill intent and should always be with the person's best interests at heart. should always have gentleness and should always at least be polite. But if I had thought that God's way or the seminary's way or Bishop Rice's way was unfair, then I wouldn't really be here today. It's only when we are open to instruction from God that He can work in our lives. It's only when our hearts are docile and open to conversion, open to constructive criticism, if you will, that God is able to work in us and we're able to become more perfect. And that's what we all want. We all want to become more perfect. We want to grow into the saints that God is calling us to be. So let us pray, brothers and sisters, this evening that we can be docile to what the church and what God wants to teach us, to truly hear his voice and harden not our hearts.